Okay, welcome back to the Zetamar Occasional Podcast. Um, once upon a time, the Zetamar Daily Podcast. Maybe it will be again one day. But anyway, we're here. I'm here with Fernando Lima, uh, the chairman of MediaCoop, which publishes Savannah and MediaFacts. He's one of the leading Mozambican journalists. I'm Tom Bauker, editor of Zetamar News. And we are convening today really because there's been an earthquake of a reshuffle in the Mozambican government. President Philippe Nussi has made the finance minister the prime minister, the prime minister is gone, um, and a number of other key ministries um, have also changed. We've got a new energy minister, a new minister of trade and industry, so and a few others, and we'll, 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 we'll make sure we've got the whole list. But Fernando, did you expect to reshuffle at this stage? Um, and what are your sort of headline uh, findings of this, these moves? Well, uh, my, my first uh, reaction is that uh, this reshuffle is uh, beyond uh, the expectations on as a major, as a major reshuffle and having big uh, big results or envisage to uh, have uh, big results, including political results, having in mind that you will have a Congress in, uh, uh, in September. Because most of, uh, uh, of the strategic issues have not been altered substantially, with exception of the change at the Ministry of Finance. Okay, so at the Ministry of Finance, we've got Max Tanella, who's moved from um, Minister of Energy. He's replaced at the Energy, Energy and Mineral Resources Ministry by Carlos Zacarias, who has been the head of the petroleum regulator, INP, um, for as long as I can remember anyway. And it, it was Adriano Malian, who has been finance minister up to now, um, I wrongly, as it turned out, speculated that he was now going to retire. I, I understood that he wanted to retire at the end of the last um, presidential term in 2019-2020 but and was persuaded to stay on um, and has now been perhaps persuaded again against his will to take on um, the, the prime ministry, um, which has come as a surprise to me and perhaps to you as well. Is that right? Definitely, it was a surprise and uh, in agreeing in your line in terms of uh, Mr. Malayan wishing to retire. So once, one, I think it's a compromised solution in this, uh, in this new position as uh, a prime minister. Uh, two, uh, this is uh, uh, really a ceremonial position since we don't have these head of government being a uh, prime minister. The head of government in Mozambique is the, is the, 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 the president. So basically, mm -hmm. this means that the president will continue uh, to be in charge of the government and it will not be, you will not have any decentralized powers in terms of leading, uh, leading government, which was something that have been anticipated in the last couple uh, weeks. Okay, and the one, um, <clears throat> the one move that we might have expected here was um, Celso Correa, which we've been speculating um, might be the new Prime Minister, but perhaps he's more powerful in real terms staying at the Agriculture Ministry. 
uh, that's uh, that's my view, uh, because having uh, Celso Correa as prime minister, it will give him more political power, uh, more visibility, so more tools to uh, influence certain uh, certain decision decisions, including political uh, decisions. But it would open a very, very difficult uh, replacement, having in mind the ambitious program for agriculture, which, uh, which is already a banner of, uh, of this government. The targets for, in terms of uh, food production uh, for that particular uh, ministry and the huge amounts of uh, investment and uh, other sorts of uh, monies coming in for that particular uh, particular uh, ministry that has the leading uh, powers in terms of uh, rural uh, development. So the issue will not be being or not be uh, prime minister. I think the main, main challenge uh, would be to replace Celso Correa as uh, Minister of Agriculture, having in mind the specifics of this ministry at this point. So why, if if he's not going, if Nusi is not going to nominate sort of his right-hand man, who who's seen as being Celso Correa as Prime Minister, why bother making this change um, and bringing Malian in there instead of Carlos Agostinho de Rosario? Well, uh, this is a, a very, uh, a very good question, uh, and at this point, uh, the only thing I can say is that um, uh, Carlos Agostinho do Rosario was a compromise uh, solution found in uh, in the eve of uh, 2020 when this government took uh, uh, took place. This was not. Uh, News's first choice, and so since he uh, he did not manage to appoint his own choice as uh, prime minister, so the solution found at the time was to have the the former prime minister continue to be in uh, its uh, uh, former uh, position, but definitely it was uh, a compromise. A compromise solution. So, why uh, replace uh, Agustinho do Rosario by Mr. Malayan for the time being? This is an interesting uh, question, but it will be uh, answered in the next coming uh, weeks. And it, moving Maliani does free up um, the position of finance ministry minister, which Nusi has given to one of his favorite ministers. Max Tonella. Yeah, uh, this is probably uh, one of the or the most significant uh, move. Uh, Mozambique is entering a new phase in terms of international uh, relations, is about to sign an agreement with the IMF. And with that agreement, it will ease tensions with uh, the donor community. Uh, yesterday, here in Maputo, the EU representative have said clearly that EU is ready 
to establish support for a state budget in Mozambique as soon as government reaches an agreement with the IMF. And so the country and this particular government needs a new face at the head of uh, this key uh, ministry that will be dealing with the donors and the financial institutions. And as you know, because of his uh, recent uh, past, Mr. Malayan uh, would not be probably the best uh, choice since he didn't have a, a good relation with, uh, with IMF. And uh, two, he was also involved in the Iden debts uh, scandal from the point of view of the, the uh, American administration being accused of uh, a master, a master key element negotiating the tuna bonds, one of the items in, uh, involved in the scandal of, uh, of the Eden debts. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But um, coming up to reaching a new agreement with the IMF, Maliani should be replaced because he was economical with the truth at the uh, IMF. No, is is the is the one is is the one that uh, uh, at least uh, there is this quote uh, from a meeting uh, in Washington in uh, hmm. uh, 2016. You lied to us, Mr. Minister, and this was told uh, Malian, and that's why at that time. And uh, uh, in uh, such a, a very complicated environment, the president decided to send to Washington Prime Minister uh, Agustinho do Rosario, trying to solve the matters with uh, with IMF. Yeah, indeed. So it still leaves us with a bit of a mystery as to why Maliani now finds himself um, as prime minister, but maybe we'll come back to that. And maybe well, has... uh, well uh, Malian, I can tell you is uh, one of the most charming persons I, I, I know. It's, uh, it's very comfortable in uh, protocolar uh, positions without being a, a, a traditional politician. He ends up being a, a politician because he knows how to avoid tough issues, tough questions, and that's why the opposition gets very annoyed when he goes to uh, he goes to parliament because he pleases everybody, but it's a, a, a chief master in avoiding to trouble questioning uh, into politics and policies of uh, his particular uh, ministry, which was uh, finance and uh, and economy. And on the other way, and talking about charming, Max Tonella also comes with, uh, uh, with uh, his uh, CV brushed up because most of uh, oil companies and gas companies uh, find him uh, a very competent uh, minister and uh, also a very flexible executive in uh, negotiations with uh, uh, international uh, international co companies and also of course as you said before 
being uh, a right-hand man for the president on uh, on this particular dossier of uh, gas uh, at Rovuma. Yeah, and clearly Nusi has been careful to replace him with another technocrat from the sector, Carlos Zacarias, who particularly the oil and gas companies know very well, have been doing business with for a long time, uh, rather than bringing yeah, a political appointment. The, yeah, but there uh, I have uh, uh, I have my my question marks because no doubt that uh, Carlos Zacarias probably is the person that knows better the the area the the the, the sector. But uh, in my view, it's mainly a technician. I would say even a scientist uh, instead of. Uh, uh, a political uh, political figure. So uh, definitely the political component of uh, such a strategic ministry as energy mini- uh, ministry have been lost with the appointment of Carlos, uh, Carlos Zacarias. Mm, okay. And... Uh... Um, we haven't really spoken about uh, internal Frelimo dynamics, but this this reshuffle, as you said, comes ahead of a Frelimo Congress in September. It also came on the day when there was a meeting of the political commission. Um, I'm not clear on how frequently they meet. I mean, I, I thought it was every few weeks, but it's the first time I've seen a, a every from every a every time. every every two weeks. Every two weeks, and uh, they. They issued a statement uh, yesterday, but as usual, you cannot extract anything out yeah. of a CP uh, statement. But they will have been consulted over some of these changes, presumably. Uh, no doubt, no doubt uh, about uh, that. And as a matter of fact, the president would not be able to uh, make such a uh, reshuffle without the consent of the political uh, commission. Interesting to imagine what would happen if he just did. Uh, what, what would they do? <laughs> well, that's what he is uh, established. He uh, makes the list, but the list needs to be uh, approved by Prelimo uh, political commission. And do you think they uh, vetoed any of his first choices here in terms of prime minister? Well, uh, it's too uh, it's too early, uh, too early to uh, being hundred percent sure on what happened. But uh, my my guess is that probably there was not uh, full agreement related to that uh, particular matter. Right. And how? what relevance does this have uh, for the Congress in September, which ought to be where Fremo chooses the next presidential candidate after Nusi comes to the end of his second and what should be final term in a couple of years' time? Well, um, the way the, the all analysis were converging uh, relating to the, to the reshuffle, this was the idea, uh, the reshuffle related to the Congress in, uh, in September. So having uh, uh, President Nussi having a stronger, a stronger team to fight adversarial forces in a Congress with, with uh, 
the shape uh, taken by by the reshuffle, I doubt that this was a strategic move having in mind the Congress. And uh, I know for sure that there are a number of initiatives being taken at uh, party level that, yes, those ones are really strategic in terms of uh, Congress. And I would, after knowing that a number of uh, very weak positions within uh, the government have not been touched by the present uh, reshuffle, I don't think that this reshuffle was aimed uh, to prepare the battles for the for the Congress. Okay, and just give us an idea how you think um, things are shaping up towards that Congress. We're also at a sensitive time with the hidden debts trial coming towards an end. How strong a position is Nusi in to ensure that he can get his person in as the next candidate, or even himself for a third term? Well, uh, I think the the best scenario for for Nusi at this point is to solve the hidden debts matter meaning end, uh, end the trial and have uh, the people now in court being uh, sentenced, despite this is, this is something that it's not easy since uh, everybody there has uh, power to appeal their sentences, but at least the main issue will be behind his, uh, his back to prepare uh, and uh, of course, expecting that the trial didn't brought in other adversities for the Congress, and then have the the right candidates that he will be able to uh, choose. Besides the fact, which is not yet hundred percent clear, if he will be running or try to run for a third mandate or if this proposition have been definitely turned uh, uh, turned down. But if and uh, both, both issues are uh, related, if this proposition is uh, being uh, dismissed, I think it will be key that the next presidential candidate and assuming that the candidate will uh, win elections in 2024. It will should be someone of uh, news's quarters because uh, it will be very, very strategic. And uh, Mr. Newsy do not want the kind of uh, situation Mr. Gabuza, his predecessor, is have been now placed in terms of internal politics in Mozambique. Yeah, I was just looking back at some contemporary news reports from when uh, Nusi was nominated and he was seen as being Guza's choice for him to uh, be able to avoid, I guess, the situation which eventually did happen. So difficult to ensure those kind of things. And for Limo remains stronger as an entity than any one individual. Definitely, uh, despite their uh, some context that people uh, should understand. If you do not have 
uh, Eden deaths, Kendall, and uh, the pressure placed on the country by international uh, community uh, news would never, never be forced to choose sides and send all the Gebuza camp to uh, to trial. Yeah. Well, thank you, Fernando. That's all for today. Thanks ever so much for joining us. And thank you for listening to this, the Zitma podcast. Mm-hmm.